0: and I am a life coach in Portland, Oregon and I'm a recovering perfectionist who's trying to get to good enough.
1: And I'm Janine Adams. I'm a certified professional organizer in St. Louis and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough.
0: And this is Getting to Good Enough, a podcast about overcoming perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. So Janine, today we are talking about rewards. I love rewards. <laughs> <laughs> do you love giving yourself rewards?
1: What do you? What do I do you love about rewards. I love giving myself rewards. I love giving my poodle Bix rewards. <laughs> um, I find that rewards are a great way to keep me vo- motivated to keep going in whatever kinds of projects I'm working on.
0: Yeah, and is do you? use rewards in a particular way in
1: certain circumstances or how do you use rewards? Well I like to use rewards to um, when I make progress. I don't like to wait Mm -hmm. until I've completed a project before I reward myself and I encourage my clients to do the same. So if um, I'm working on a project even if it's something as simple as uh, writing a blog post, um, Mm -hmm. if it's a big hairy blog post that's taking me a lot of time I'll take a break in the middle of it and reward myself with I don't know words with friends for a little while and then get back to it Um, that's a really small scale example but it's a way to keep going without feeling like I'm um, punishing myself by keeping Uh going
0: right or that you're punishing yourself because you're not done yet
1: Right, right. I mean, when work <laughs> feels like drudgery, um, it does feel like you're punishing yourself because you're not done yet. Ideally, work doesn't feel like drudgery, but we all right. have things that overwhelm us that are that can be broken down and rewarded mid midstream. I think. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. How do you feel about rewards?
0: Well, I think rewards are great, and what what I've noticed with um, with my clients and also with myself is that um, sometimes. It feels like we were just talking about it. It feels challenging to reward yourself when you're not done. Um, And that, like, that somehow you'll become a lazy slacker if you'll reward yourself. Like in that scenario you just gave, um, it would be difficult to stop midway through and reward myself or for my clients to reward themselves. Um, without feeling like that, like you're going easy on yourself, and if you go easy on yourself, you won't finish it. Um, right. That's like the biggest problem I run into with rewards is um, is overcoming that belief that you know that rewards do anything other than help you move forward.
1: Right, exactly. And, and um, there's no reason why even big projects can't be made easy. Uh, we don't have to suffer in order su- to succeed. So if we what can, I know, right? It's revolutionary. <laughs> um, right. So if we can reward ourselves in the process and make it more pleasurable, yay. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um,
0: one of the other things that i come up against a lot with my clients and and i'm sure you do the same is that w- how people choose to reward themselves and that often what people sort of their um initial go to is a is a reward that maybe is enjoyable in the moment but isn't that great over the long term like um you know rewarding yourself with a sweet treat or rewarding yourself by buying something or, um, you know, I,
1: do, do you run yeah. into that? Like, Oh, absolutely. People are, yeah. Well, and, and people, my clients, mo- many of my clients are dealing with clutter and sometimes they have clutter because of um, an acquisition habit that isn't mm-hmm. beneficial and so they'll, they're willing to declutter Sometimes they might need help doing it, but if those folks reward themselves for their decluttering efforts by buying more stuff, it clearly is in con- uh, contradicts their goals. Um, right. Or uh, I can imagine somebody who has worked hard to get out of debt might then go buy a car and get a car loan, <laughs> and yeah. um, that might not be a beneficial reward as well. Um, but there are rewards that that be have long-term benefits that um m- not only make life easier but also mm-hmm. benefit you healthy healthy rewards for example right so do you have any sort of go-to
0: rewards but well like you mentioned words uh words with friends what right. other sort of what does other sort of um go-to rewards
1: do you use or recommend for clients well f- uh, f- Usually it's how I spend my time, so Uh um, uh, rewarding myself by doing a pleasurable activity. So for me, that might be taking some time and watching a movie that I love while I knit. Mm-hmm. For you, that might be going out for a long run. <laughs> um, so, t- which does not sound like fun to me, but it's something I might reward myself with. I might go for a run and then reward myself with sitting on my butt and <laughs> knitting and watching TV. Um, or for me, it might be um, going to a movie that I've been uh-huh. wanting to see because taking that time out of real of work and real life to actually go to a movie right. um, sometimes feels hard to prioritize, and it can yeah. feel like a special reward when I do it.
0: Yeah, um, but one of the small rewards I give myself is to um, take, you know, 15 minutes to read whatever novel I'm reading, because it feels very decadent to read a novel mm-hmm. during the day.
1: Right. And, um, and you're able to actually stop after 15 minutes? Mm-hmm.
0: I set a timer right <laughs> and, and then, then, then I the usually let myself chapter. finish the chapter <laughs> yeah
1: exactly <laughs> exactly yeah and that's I think that's terrific that's a wonderful um a wonderful reward of just sitting putting your feet up and drinking a cup of tea and calming your yeah. mind is a nice thing to do when you're feeling busy especially you know I think if you're if, you, if I have a really long to-do list, um, mm-hmm. taking time to just sit or relax for a few minutes isn't usually on the to-do list, but it can right. be a great way to reward getting some things checked off because it gives me, yeah. allows me to rejuvenate.
0: You know, that reminds me, I haven't done this in a long time, but one of the things that I used to do was to take a couple of minutes to just lay on the floor in savasana mm. and you know and it is it's like i sort of forgot about it until you were talking about that like taking you know a few minutes to just be quiet and that's a weirdly wonderful way to do it yeah because um, like, you know because even sitting it's hard it's it's harder for me anyway to feel like i need to or to not feel like I need to be doing something else when I'm sitting. But if I'm laying on the floor, you really can't do anything
1: else. <laughs> right. Well, I guess you could do some leg lifts, Shannon. Well, <laughs> yeah. But who wants to do that? <laughs> <laughs> or how about some crunches? <laughs> and you're not laying on the floor anymore, I guess. No.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> um, Well, but that also brings up another point is sometimes the reward is is the fact that you've completed something. And so you can build in little rewards along the way by breaking a task, a project or task into like its smallest components. So you get that feeling,
1: that reward of completion with every step. Absolutely, and that's a, and, and then maybe you get an extra big bonus reward, a jackpot uh, when you actually get the whole thing done. But yeah. that's a great way to keep going on a task and to feel accomplished as you're going along, rather than feeling like you're on a treadmill. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and I I um, have done this with clients before where they have something that they're dreading, like say calling the doctor to make um an appointment and you know they don't really want to do it and that even though that's a small task it can often feel insurmountable mm-hmm. but by breaking it up into its smallest components like get the phone number mm-hmm. um you know get out your calendar right and d- and then and then feeling like you're making progress as you're doing each of those steps as opposed to getting overwhelmed by the whole idea of it.
1: Right. Yeah, and I think that we'll, we'll probably have a podcast about getting past overwhelm, but yeah. that notion of breaking things down into even the tiniest step if necessary. The, the more odious the task, the tinier the step in my in my world. Um, right. But all those tiny steps of progress are huge for getting the ball rolling. And I know when right. clients call me, I, I'll sometimes say, I can tell it's a big deal that they've reached out for help. And I'll say, you just took it a huge first step. And mm-hmm. I know that it was really hard for you to call me, so thank you. Right, well, and
0: and that is a reward. You know, getting, getting praised for something that, especially if you feel it's something that you should have been able to do very easily, but was mm-hmm. a struggle for you and you did it anyway, Mm -hmm. That's a lovely reward. Yeah. And that's that's also a reward we can give ourselves is, Mm -hmm. you know, to be kind to ourselves and, and, um, praise ourselves when we do all these little things that
1: maybe we didn't
0: necessarily want to do.
1: Right. That internal high five. Right. 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 I think that's great. (laughs) Give yourself a high five. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: told you about that, right?
1: Yeah, but I'm trying to, you know, my memory isn't what it used to be. But <laughs> um,
0: I was at a credit union opening account, and they um, run your credit. Mm-hmm. And she looked at my credit score, and she goes, wow, that's a great credit score. Give yourself a high five. And then she clapped her hands above her head. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't she give you a high five?
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she's germ
1: That's hilarious.
0: It could be. So then I had to clap my hands over my head and give myself a high five. Oh, and I, I have to say, it's sort of fun to do.
1: Do you do that <laughs> on, on a regular basis?
0: Um, I used to do it more, but I hadn't remembered it until just now. And so now I'm going to do it more.
1: Me too. I'm going to start doing it. <laughs> I love it. I love high fives. I gave my, I had to like force it yesterday, but I gave my client yesterday a high five uh yeah and my team member just because i can't i can't remember the achievement it, she let go uh-huh. of something probably <laughs> but yeah. uh, uh but yeah i love a high five so i'm gonna give myself a high five i'm gonna make sure i do that today for awesome. something <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe her finishing this podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, yeah we could <laughs> each give ourselves a high five because we're not there to do to give each other a high five that's we're not right we're there in person oh so i touched on this a little bit but one of the things that I run into with clients a lot, and I was just talking to a client about this um, in particular who wanted to do something creative for fun and wanted to, you know, do a little writing or do some coloring or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, but to take time away from the relentless to-do list, but just had this really sort of visceral response to doing it before, she was done and that she doesn't deserve to do anything fun until it's done and the reality of it is there will always be more to do there you <laughs> it never will actually be done you know the to-do list yeah. you you may come to a point where you're complete for now mm-hmm. but there will still be stuff that needs to be done tomorrow right and so You know, if you wait to reward yourself or you wait to have fun until everything is done, you're not going to
1: have much fun in the meantime. You'll never have fun. It's true. I mean, the the day that the to-do list is done is probably the day you die.
0: Well, it's still not done. You just can't do it anymore.
1: You've just transferred it to somebody else. Yeah. Because <laughs> then there's all sorts of things that have to be done. But yeah, right. it's true. Yeah. And uh, my 87 year old father keeps a to do list. I mean, he always has things he has to do. He's a busy guy. Right. Um, so um, you're right that waiting until everything, until you don't have anything to do in order to have fun is is not gonna get you anywhere. But also that sort of leads me to think a little bit about to-do lists and creating one where you have a fighting chance of actually checking everything off that day. So a very short Mm -hmm. to-do list for for today rather than the long to-do list of everything you might get done today uh, that you don't finish. Um, I think it can be good self-care to just select like three things. Uh, and then maybe, you, re- depending on what they are, you might reward yourself after each one and, and then certainly mm-hmm. reward yourself if you check all three off. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. But I definitely see that with my clients, um, especially those clients who have a whole lot of clutter. Um, and it takes a long... It can take a long time for clutter to really build up. And mm-hmm. during that time, they keep thinking, oh, I got to get organized. I got to get organized. And I can't go out and have fun because I got to stay home and get organized. But they don't want to get organized because it's a pain. It's, it's painful and mm-hmm. hard and overwhelming. And so they stay home and they don't get organized. And then they never have any fun. I mean, I, I see this a, a lot. Um, right. So I always encourage people to, whether or not they're working with a professional organizer, to you know just work a little bit on this pro- pro- project because any progress mm-hmm. you make in decluttering um, is progress and then reward it. You know, Put in your one hour and then go to the movies or um, whatever it is that the reward is for you. And little by little you will get it done or you can hire someone to come in and get it done quickly. Right. Right. Well,
0: and and that um, being able to get to the point where you can hire someone is is great. like to know that you can do that, and to allow yourself to do that. Because I think that's the other thing that people sort of punish themselves. Like I have to, I made this, you know, I created this, I have to fix it. Right. When it's often really useful to bring um, in a professional, I mean, in Absolutely. any situation to, to help you move forward from where you're at and develop the, the skills and habits to continue to
1: move forward the way you want to. Right, and certainly with uh, my industry, that feeling that I should be able to get organized on my own, this is something everyone mm-hmm. should be able to do, it is gets to be a real barrier for um, actually hiring somebody. And uh, I certainly a lot of people hire housekeepers, and, and they can clean their own house, but they don't want to. Um, and right. it, Somehow it's okay to hire a housekeeper, but hiring an organizer can... Feel like a bigger deal. It's probably more expensive. That might be why. Yeah, that
0: I'm sure that factors into it. Um, but I, just that, like that somehow, um, that it's just that idea that you should be able to do it. Like that's so sad. And right. you know, and I think that about things all the time. Like I should be able to do this. Like I I, don't, I shouldn't ask for help. I should be able to do it on my own.
1: Right. I should be able to hang a painting on the wall, but do I do it? No, I ask for help because <laughs> I'm pretty confident if I do it. It might be that where my being good at good enough isn't so great <laughs> because <laughs> when I do it, it, it hangs crooked. <laughs> so I get in help from my perspe- right. perfectionist <laughs> husband. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I agree. There are lots of things that we could do on our own that we choose, uh, or we can choose to let others help us with. And I think that's terrific. That's a way yeah. of taking care of ourselves, I think.
0: Well, so that brings up an interesting point. Do you think that the, the should thing is happens more frequently with people who are have perfectionist tendencies? Mm-hmm. I never really thought about of those things being related, but...
1: I bet you're right. I haven't thought about that either, but it... it um, well, do you shit on yourself very much? Does that mean... What does that mean? Sorry. <laughs> do you, do it's sort you, of an unsavory expression that I reject. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, uh,
0: often feel bad about not doing something or not being able to do something because
1: you feel you should be able to do it? Ah. I don't think so. I don't think... No, I, I that doesn't... There are things that I feel bad about that I, not that I should be able to do, but that I should do. So I know about lots of great things I should be doing in terms of habits and so forth to maintain an easy life. And sometimes I fall uh, off the wagon and then I beat myself up for not doing those things. But if I don't think I can do something well, Uh naturally, I don't beat myself up over it. I hire people to do those things for me or to help me with my clients in doing those things. Yeah. How about yeah. you?
0: So so
1: you're you're not immune to
0: it, but it's mostly around, it's not around what you
1: should be able to do or not. It's not around what I should be able to do. It's around what I should do. Yeah. 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 No, I, so.
0: I yeah, I think I, I think I do this a lot. Um, and we haven't really talked about this much, but I'm sure we'll talk about it over time. But, Um, from my series of concussions Mm -hmm. I have I have altered abilities let's say that
1: (laughs) that's a beautiful expression
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you know my my the way my brain works is different than before I had a head injury and um, and that is definitely something that I struggled with like you know, I should be able to remember this. I should be able to do this the way I used to be able to do it, and then feel bad because mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and there's really no you know, should about it. I mean, it is just it is where it, you are in your brain right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And
0: also, like you know, plenty of people need to write things down to remember them. It's <laughs>
1: right. it's not like. <laughs> I'm this, you know, special, unique case. Exactly. I can't remember Uh, anything. And as far as I know, I haven't had a brain injury. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So
0: it's, um, but but I do recognize that feeling of, you know, frustration and feeling bad that, like, I should be able to do this. And so then if I, it feels like cheating if I manage it in some way because I'm not doing it the way I should be doing it and then I definitely don't deserve a reward oh that
1: makes me sad but
0: (laughs) but yeah I mean just sort of stepping back and looking at it but it you know so if I look at this from the outside it's like wow actually you know recognizing that you know some doing things in a particular way um is helps me, you know, do whatever it is I want to be doing. That that deserves a reward, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that you know, like, are, are you mowing your lawn?
1: Yeah, I was just wondering if you could tell. I'm not mowing it <laughs> because I hire someone to do that because I do it poorly. But that person just arrived <laughs> and is mowing my back on Can can is it is it a problem? No, it's not a problem. Okay.
0: Um, uh, but I just, you know, I wasn't sure. Mowing a lawn, low flying jet, vacuum cleaner in the next room. Right.
1: City of St. Louis. could be anything.
0: But it's, it's, right now, it's lawn mowing. Yeah, it's funny. Okay. Um, well, so do we? Let's 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 talk about create space. So, what specifically around rewards? do you want to talk about in, in how you create space?
1: Well, like we've already addressed, I encourage people to focus on a specific amount of time or a specific amount of effort that will give you a, allow you to give yourself a reward rather than waiting until it's done. So I love mm-hmm. setting a timer. I'll say mm-hmm. I'm gonna work on this for 10 minutes if it's something that's hard or, or longer and then I'll give myself a reward. Or it might be, um, I'm trying to create a PowerPoint that has four components uh, today. Mm -hmm. And so I'm stopping after each one of the four and shifting gears and taking a break and going Mm -hmm. to get something to eat, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, So rewarding that effort rather than success is my big takeaway.
0: And that just... Made me think of one other thing that we haven't really talked about is that um, while we're talking about rewards in the in the context of like rewarding yourself for having done something, um, taking that break is also beneficial in that it gives you a little space away from what you're doing. You may have different insights. You you get to come back to it with a fresh mind. Um, you know there there are benefits. Besides simply enjoyment, to having a reward.
1: Absolutely, yeah, that's a very good point.
0: Yeah, and so and and um, that sort of goes into my less angst thought, which is to change your your belief or mindset about deserving a reward, and that um, rewards for progress. Rather than completion, will you know make you a lazy slacker, and so recognizing that you actually uh, benefit from rewarding yourself—that it that you can be more productive by taking breaks and enjoying something else—that um, that will help you do more in the long run. That's right, and will make it, your
1: life more enjoyable as well, yeah, which is a nice thing. I.
0: I read um, Einstein's biography years ago and I recall that, you know, when he was working on a really tough physics problem, he would stop and play the violin Oh, and that um, he would often have insights while doing something completely unrelated to his work about his
1: work. You know, I didn't realize how much I was like Einstein until now, because <laughs> when, I, when I'm having a problem with like, like puzzling through something, uh-huh. I take a shower, and usually <laughs> in the shower it becomes it clear.
0: It's so, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Of course, it happens when walk. you can't write it down, right? Um, oh, I yeah. used to have a board in the shower that had it oh like a. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, and then people started drawing inappropriate pictures on it,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and, and in a marker that it wouldn't come off, and so I don't have the board anymore. But anyway, the, <laughs> um, yeah, so that is another. That's a that will help people who feel like um, rewards. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Inhibit progress? Like you're like you're going to um, stop your momentum or something. But taking a break and giving yourself some kind of reward, whether it is a shower, a walk, uh, a, you know, words with friends, a game, uh, reading, you know, whatever it is, laying on the floor, whatever it is you do. But that that gives you that little bit of separation can help you be more productive when you go back.
1: That's um, that's excellent. Excellent insight, yeah. Shannon.
0: Yeah, So, so what's your takeaway from today, Janine?
1: Well, my takeaway, Shannon, is <laughs> if you wait until you've finished something, you may never actually get a chance to reward yourself. Because just like that to-do list we talked about, the finish line of any project sometimes moves so if you reward your effort rather than your success you get motivation for taking the next step
0: that makes such a huge difference like to just to remember that that Mm -hmm. give yourself permission mm -hmm, and that it it actually helps you get more motivation um and the in that same vein that it also helps you sort of build your action muscle, like your your ability to take action. And it, by keeping things um, small and doable, it ke- keeps you clear-minded, it keeps you out of overwhelm, and it makes it easier for you to keep making progress. Um, I have one last thing that I don't think we talked about. Did we talk about um, creating a list of rewards? No,
1: I think that's a great yeah, idea. so I think know. that
0: would be like, yeah, I think that would be the last thing, at least for now, to say about rewards is that is to create a list of rewards and to keep it handy. Whether you know it's a list on your phone or you have it if you if you're a um, planner, paper calendar person, keep it there, or it could be on a note pinned above your desk, you know, wherever you're likely to see it. Because um, I know with me and my clients, it's easy to sort of forget what feels like a reward and not think mm-hmm. about it, and um, or to get in a reward rut where, you know, you keep sort of doing the same thing, but, but it doesn't really feel very rewarding after a while.
1: Right. Oh, that's a good point. Right. And I think it's, yeah, if you, if you don't have a list, you might just think of great big rewards that you then aren't willing to give yourself for a small amount of effort. Um, but mm-hmm. having that list uh, so that you can uh, go to it, you know, when, I'm re- when you're ready for that break or whatever is a great idea. I actually, in my life, have been known to, <laughs> it's been a while, but to write out rewards on little slips of paper, fold mm-hmm. them and put them in a jar and then draw one. Oh, that's awesome it reminds me of kindergarten but it, it it's <laughs> fun and it's it makes it like it builds anticipation and so it makes it more likely that I'll remember to reward myself uh-huh and back that's now I didn't want to do that this afternoon that <laughs> feels really fun. I know I'm like <laughs> I, I want a reward jar yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon.
1: And I'm Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And thank you for listening to
0: Getting to Good Enough, a podcast about overcoming perfectionism so that you can do more of what you love.